Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hi, welcome to your Hollywood Crime Scene mini episode. Hi. Hi, Desi. Good morning. Good morning. Again. Yeah. I'm sorry. That's fine. We'll get over it. Leave it it in. (laughs) Recording in the morning once again. That's cool. Our top story. Uh Uh-oh. This is from NPR, (gasps) as well as many other news outlets. I became aware of this story earlier sometime last week because I watched the music video Uh corresponding to this story. Afro Man (gasps) put home footage of a police raid in his music videos. Now the cops are suing him. What? This is a story about a bunch of weenie cops who are mad that Afro Man owned them. Again, this is from NPR. It says law enforcement had searched his home on suspicion of drug trafficking and kidnapping, but found no evidence and filed no charges against him. He says they kicked down his door, broke his video surveillance system, stole money from him, and frightened his family. Afro man, whose real name is Joseph Foreman, told NPR in a phone interview that what he did next was his smartest, most peaceful solution. I asked, this is a quote, I asked myself as a powerless black man in America, what can I do to the cops that kicked my door in, tried to kill me in front of my kids, stole my money and disconnected my cameras, he says. And the only thing I could come up with was make a funny rap song about them and make some money, use the money to pay for the damages they did and move on. He released an album with songs about the raid and made music videos out of the surveillance footage. So he made these videos of the cops raiding his house. So he had the cameras on initially. At some point, the cops took turned them off. They broke some of his. They broke his surveillance system. But, but he, he has a lot of footage uh, yeah. of them raiding his house. Good. So he made a video and set it to music. He created merchandise and social media posts calling out the officers who had been involved. Now some of them are suing him, his label, and a Texas-based music distribution company for invasion of privacy, (sighs) which is kind of what they did to him. Well, once you're on someone's property, it's not your privacy anymore. Yeah. Because they're recording you legally. Right. I mean, also these... No one knew who these guys were, but now we all know who they are, probably. Right. I mean, I guess if you knew well, who they were. Well, because their names are all in the... Right, but you're seeing the video. I don't know the, who the hell that cop is. Like, Right, right, right. It says four deputies, two sergeants, and one detective from Adams County Sheriff's Office are accusing the rapper of profiting from the unauthorized use of their likenesses at their personal and professional expense. In a complaint filed in an Ohio police court last week... They say it's been more difficult and dangerous to carry out their duties, quote, because of comments made and attitudes expressed toward them by members of the public who have seen the videos. So people are dunking on them. I mean, 
I think that's funny <laughs> if true, but I don't even think it's necessarily true. Because who's going to be like, that's the cop from Afro? Like, I just don't think a lot of people are going to put two and two together. They, but I hope that they did. <laughs> they're, they're also, they say they've also suffered humiliation, ridicule, and mental distress, embarrassment. So they're suing for humiliation as well. The, it's like, don't you know how to not be owned? This is further owning yourself. <laughs> I bet you the thing that the people who are really making fun of them are other cops. Because they would know. You mean like in person, the people who are making fun of them? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think yeah. that's more likely, like professionally, people they work with <laughs> see it, right? Like You're getting owned on the job. Yeah. The plaintiffs are seeking all of Afroman's profits from the use of their personas, including proceeds of songs, videos, and live events, as well as Afroman branded merchandise, such as beer, marijuana, and t-shirts, as well as a court injunction to take down the music videos and social media posts. Unless defendants are restrained, plaintiffs will suffer irreparable injury to their reputations, their mental health, and their legally protected rights as defendants. As defendants continue to willfully, maliciously violate those rights, they wrote. Afroman says his immediate reaction to the lawsuit was a drop of anger, disbelief, and a little anxiety, followed by tons of laughter. I was thinking these big bad cops are being beat up and bullied by those little corny rap songs I made about them. I'm like, oh my God, are you letting me know that my raps are working on you? Yeah. He says he was already pursuing a defamation lawsuit against the police and that they have made their process easier because now his legal team just needs to countersue, which they plan to do. Quote, I want to sue them for stealing my money. I want to sue them for writing kidnapping on a warrant and making me suffer financially in my industry because just that accusation makes people raise an eyebrow at you, he adds. So we'll keep you guys posted. He continues... Um, sorry, there's a little bit more to this. He says, Afro, it says Afro man was out of town on the day of the raid, but his ex-wife and kids, then 10 and 12, lived nearby and came over when they saw the police presence. She recorded parts of the raid on her phone while other scenes were captured by security video cameras around the house. No charges came from the search, but that wasn't the end of the story. Afroman says he had to repair his door, an external gate, and his security system wiring, which cost him nearly $20,000. He also accuses the police of stealing from him. The officers had confiscated more than $5,000 in cash during the raid, which Afferman says was earnings from performances. So, oh, I'm sorry. This is a kind of long article, but you need... I, I The video I watched featuring some of this footage was called like can you fix my door and it was about <laughs> how they broke his door Ugh. i i just i feel like we've had a, another story or two where the cops get mad that their asses get owned like their yes. cops worst nightmare is that video was invented oh yeah and easily accessible to everyone right they hate it they hate it uh and they should because we're gonna own their asses more <laughs> and it's good it's good it is good it's good to see what's going down absolutely so, and you should if you're an honorable person you should have no problem with it right that's my opinion anyway i i'm gonna be following this story i'm i'm curious to see how this turns out i hope afro man is successful in his countersuit. Me too. 
And the and the video's great. Look. Like the song with the footage, it's great. That's I watched art. it. It's like six minutes long. Like <laughs> like every Afro Man song is is between six and eight minutes. Yeah. Anyway, we have more news stories, Desi. We have another top story. Oh. The Cadbury bunny has been found. <laughs> did you see this? I did see this. I was sad because we never put Melon in the competition. We didn't, we didn't submit Melon, but, <laughs> but I don't think Melon stood a chance against this cat. No, this cat's cute. Yeah. This is from the Bismarck Tribune. A one-eyed rescue cat is the newest Cadbury bunny and the first feline to hold the role. Oh. They've never had a cat before be the mascot. I didn't realize that. The chocolate company announced Crash's win. That's the name of the cat, Crash, <laughs> because he was in a car accident. Oh, is that how he lost his eye? That's how he lost his eye. Oh, my eye. God. The lucky winner is an eight-year-old from Boise, Idaho. Crash was injured in a devastating car accident, according to the release. The accident left him severely injured and left with one eye. While healing at a local shelter, Crash's quirky and outgoing personality earned him the love of shelter staff, the release said. As the winner of the Cadbury Bunny tryouts, Crash will star in the 2023 Cadbury Clucking Bunny commercial. He'll also receive a prize of $5,000 for himself, as well as $5,000 to the shelter of his choice. Crash's owner, Maddie Corey, expressed her pride at her furry friend's accomplishment in the release. We are jumping with joy to hear Crash is the next Cadbury bunny, but not surprised as he is always the center of attention in any room. He's been through so much over the past few years, and we appreciate the love his friends, family, and cat enthusiasts across the country have shown. We can't wait to see Crash take center stage for this year's Cadbury Clucking Bunny commercial and share his story with the world. Have you seen a picture of this boy? I did. He's so cute. Let me see. He's an orange and white cat. Yeah. He's really cute. He looks really soft. He does. Um, that's so sad. I, I do think of that every time I travel with cats in my car. I'm like, what, what, what will I do if I get into a crash? <laughs> like, I'm so scared. Yeah. Like, what will happen? Right. That's so sad that he was in a car crash. I don't I know. know why. I know. Maybe he got hit by a car. Oh, that could be. I didn't specify. I wasn't sure, but he seems like he's in a very good home now. So was he, yeah, because he, he, it doesn't seem like he had a, if he was in a rescue, he must have been maybe a street cat. He, he must have been a street cat. Um, although I don't know. I mean, I think Crash is a cool name, but it is sort of like you're naming him after his trauma. Yeah. <laughs> like, like if Do you know got, what I mean? Like if you got named Molestina. Yeah. Exactly. It's kind of like, does he need a reminder every day? (laughs) (laughs) He's owning it. He's owning his trauma, does he? Very good for him. Um, what? God, I have so many stupid stories here. Oh gosh. Here's a food story. Okay. This is from Mashed. Popeyes is bringing the sweetness with Mm. new strawberry biscuits. Strawberry biscuits. They're coming out with a sweet biscuit. So they'll have strawberries baked in? Yes. Do you want to see a picture of yeah. them? Let me see. I'll eat them. Ooh, they got like the little white cream on top. That looks like a really good scone. Yeah. It looks like a very buttery scone. Um, I just saw a picture of a biscuit this morning and I my stomach <sighs> growled. 
<laughs> I really want a biscuit. <laughs> Popeyes is a chain best known for its chicken, but if there's one menu item that could give the chicken a run for its money, it would be its delicious fluffy biscuits. Fans are so passionate about these biscuits that one woman even crashed her car into a Popeye's restaurant to protest <laughs> when they were inadvertently left out of her order. I think we, we did cover, that story. We covered that. We co- Very important story. I said it was you. <laughs> it was me, I think. <laughs> well, there may not be worth risking a prison term. They are one of... Um, this is from Mashed, whoever so wrote this. Being- Mar- Maria Sinto wrote this. The latest addition to Popeye's dessert menu is strawberry biscuits, introduced on March 27th. So they just came out. They're fresh. They were yesterday. Hot off the presses. (laughs) These strawberry biscuits will only be available for a limited time and can be found at participating restaurants. So we don't know how long these are going to be. We got to get one. So everyone, please go try this biscuit and let us know. The strawberry biscuits are both sweet and salty. Ooh. These sound good. According to the Popeye's menu, the new strawberry biscuits seem to be made from the standard biscuits, which have a noticeably, although not overly salty flavor. The biscuits are then split open shortcake style and stuffed with a street sweet strawberry filling. What? To further emphasize the dessert aspect, the biscuits are finished off with a drizzle of sugary glaze. That's not what they look like. No, they look like they have studded strawberry in it. Yeah, which I prefer. Maybe this (laughs) article got it wrong. Yeah. I'll try them. I think if it's strawberry jam, it could be good, but I don't want some gloppy. I don't want a gloppy jam. Yeah. If it's like a yummy type jam with all fruit, you know, I don't, yeah, but that's why I'm skeptical because it's a fast food restaurant. So what's Popeyes their... is really good. I do love though. Popeyes. Like their biscuits are excellent. So if it has like strawberries in it, I think that could be good with the 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 cream, the frosting, whatever, the frosting. Yeah, um, yeah. I'm gonna have to see because I don't want a gloppy filling. It doesn't look like that at all. I know that's so weird. The picture. So either this article's wrong or every picture I've seen of these biscuits in every... Because I Googled this multiple times because <laughs> I was trying to get like more pictures of them. Yeah. It's possible she's wrong because um, she didn't have one. She hasn't had one yet. She doesn't know. She, this, <laughs> she, art, this writer doesn't know what she's she talking about. She was too busy with her little jokes. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, I'm like actually angry if, it's, if she's right. Cause I, I, Are you looking these up? Yeah, I want to see if there's other... Yeah, it doesn't look like there's gloppy filling inside. I don't see any... Like, we're literally seeing one split open. I know. And it's... It's uh, the same picture for every press release. Maybe maybe that is considered a strawberry filling and not fresh strawberries. Do you know what I mean? Right. Maybe that's what it is. Right. Which could be good. Yeah. Desi, do you want a Starbucks drink based off your... Zodiac sign. You mean? I feel. I mean, as a Capricorn, I'm assuming it's just what I drink. <laughs> Very basic as coffee. It is. It is. It is. Okay, so Starbucks is doing a little gimmick right now, um, where they're creating a drink order for you based off your sign. Okay. So I looked up both of ours. Desi, they say that. Your drink as a Capricorn is an iced Americano. Thank you. That's your drink. <laughs> I drink that. 
Oh, you drink iced coffee a lot. Yeah. It could be an Americano. It could be an Americano. Mine, I was really upset because it was accurate too. (gasps) It's not my regular coffee drink, but they nailed my I'm having a little treat coffee drink. Oh, shit. Which is a caramel macchiato. That's like my, that's my sweet drink that I get at Starbucks. Which is a rare occasion that I ever get like a sweet coffee drink. Yeah. But- on the rare times I do, it's always a caramel macchiato. They're good. They are good. The first time I had one, I was shocked because I don't take sugar in my coffee. Uh, so I was like skeptical that I would enjoy it, but it is very good. And I love sucking up that ribbon of caramel. Yeah. it's You get it on the bottom. You suck ribbon. it up. You get a nice little chunk. It's good. A ropey load of caramel. <laughs> a hot caramel load. <laughs> caramel load. I've never had... Um, a hot one, but I can't imagine it would be good because the caramel will melt. Wait a minute. You've never had a hot caramel macchiato? No, I only get iced. What? Yeah. I've never had an iced one. It's so good. That's where you get the ropey load. Right. Cause it, <laughs> it gets cold. Yeah. It firms up. Yeah. Uh, I might've had a hot one, but I prefer the cold I've for that reason. I've never had a cold it's one. It's really good. It's very good. I mean, I'm sure it's good. Um, Yeah. How about, God, we have a lot of food stories. Yum. Yum. That's because you're hungry. I am really hungry. <laughs> this is from CNN. This is, this is science and food, Desi. Mm, my favorite. Researchers 3D printed this cheesecake. What? Did you see this story? No, I didn't. They 3D printed a cheesecake. How? I don't know. Is it edible? Yeah. <laughs> Researchers have been pushing the limits of 3D printing for decades, using the manufacturing technique to churn out consumer goods such as furniture and shoes, human organs, even a rocket. But can the industrial technology be applied to make a fully baked dessert that can be fabricated in your home kitchen? Engineers at Columbia University set out to do just that. A team whipped up a seven-ingredient vegan cheesecake that was assembled and cooked entirely by a 3D printing machine, and in a new innovation, laser technology, according to a study published Tuesday for the journal NPJ Science of Food. The experiment was a step toward developing practical uses for 3D printing in mechanically assembled food, the researchers said. The machines are needed to create and bake a 3D Printed dessert already exists, at least in Columbia Engineering's New York laboratory, but they are not, there are not yet troves of cookbooks out there spelling out how the tech can be applied. If this technology were to hit the market, it's like having an iPod without an MP3, any MP3 files. Study co author Dr. Jonathan Bluttinger. A mechanical engineer at postdoctoral research at Columbia Engineering Creative Machines Lab. This is a very wordy article. I was just going to say, I don't even know what the hell that means. Like, <laughs> I just woke up and this is like such a wordy article. I just wanted to know how they made this fucking cheese. Because to me, it's like, just make it. Just fucking this make seems it yourself. Like, this seems way more work and I don't quite... I'm going to admit here, I guess I don't really know what a 3D printer is because I don't see how this would cook something. Am I crazy? 
This um, seems impractical to me when you can literally just cook it. Like who's like, I don't have an oven, but also, I have a 3D printer. Also, do you want to see a picture of what this looks like? I saw somebody like how I found this was I saw a tweet where somebody posted the picture of the cheesecake. And the, the headline reads, someone 3D printed a cheesecake. And the person said, I can tell. <laughs> because it looks like shit, Desi. Oh, it's literally like layers. Also, gross. I'm not eating that. It looks disgusting. No one wants that. Nobody wants it. Just make it yourself. I just don't get why Ew. this is better. Look at this. It looks like It just looks like someone shit out peanut butter out of a printer. And why it's like flat layers or something. It looks I, like I don't know garbage. what the hell this is. I, yeah, I'm not eating this that. This isn't even a vegan cheesecake. It's just gross. I don't want this. Well, why? This takes- also, why would you make... I'm sorry, but no offense to vegan cheesecake, but why would you choose to make a <laughs> vegan cheesecake and not just a regular cake or something? Maybe. Do you know what I mean? Like Maybe he was vegan. I guess, but like make a peanut butter pie. I, I have no idea why. You know what I mean? Like yeah. cheesecake... That's more work That's for not the my 3D first, printer. It's not my first <laughs> vegan choice in, you know. Um, I'm curious, like, do you pour the cheese? Like, you probably still have to make the mix, right? I, <laughs> like, how does it work? It's so I just want to know exactly. Like, I need to see a video of this. Right. That's what I need to see. Okay, wait. Here's a peanut butter deposit. So that is peanut butter. Oh. This is a peanut butter slice. It says... Peanut butter is deposited onto a layer of graham cracker paste as part of the 3D printing process. So instead of like inkjets, is it filled with food? But doesn't that seem really hard to make that filling and put it in a little inkjet container? <laughs> this is like such a waste of time I just to don't me. Get this. I, like also, someone, how is it cheesecake? It's peanut butter and graham cracker. Yeah. What's the cheesecake? Why? It's like Why? this is this is made by people who don't bake, or and they're like it's eat. a cheesecake. <laughs> Okay, look at this. Seven. They've experimented with seven different. Wait, with different ingredients to flavor the seven ingredient printed dessert. So look, they're all all this liquid is in this these jets that print, quote unquote. Just fucking, Just fucking do make it yourself. A cake. It's literally easier. <laughs> this is crazy to me. Like, I just want to know what the practical application of this would be. Right. Like what, what maybe this is not practical, but this will lead to like mass producing some food. But I still don't see how it would be. We have mass production plants already in place. Do you know what I mean? Like there has to be a reason why there's so much research going into this 3D printed. Is it just to I mean, I don't know. People I can love un- people love these 3D printers. They love them. I can understand printing human organs. I don't understand. <laughs> No, I don't works. understand how it works, but I can understand like lab grown. Why you'd want to. Yeah. I just don't understand lab grown cheesecake. Yeah. Or 3D printed cheesecake. I feel like the, for some reason, I feel like the 3D printer is what confuses people. Cause I don't think it's a printer. Like we think no, of a printer. It, you, Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. it's the name of it makes it confusing. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cause it's like. You think of your bubble, your jet printer or whatever, your bubble jet ink, whatever it's called. Right. And it's like, that's not what's happening because they're doing a lot of the work. 
It just seems like way more work to 3D print a cheesecake, according to the pictures, the diagrams I saw. And then you're going to show me that piece of shit? It looks like garbage. <laughs> like, I don't care. I'm not, not going to be impressed. It's garbage, Unless mama. it looks good. It looks awful. <laughs> it looks fucking shit. Yeah, it's gross. Cheesecake is one of the easiest desserts to make, too. Yeah. I mean... Get your ass in the kitchen. You can even just do a um, no-bake cheesecake. It's so and easy. It's easy and delicious. They have like mixes for that shit. Yeah. Jello. They have pre they even have pre-made graham cracker crusts in a, in a little tin at the store. Yeah, you if don't you don't want to make your own. Yeah. Mm. Now Which I want cheesecake. I always like making my own cuz I like eating some of the <laughs> crust. Uh, graham cracker crust is one of the best. Things. It's just <laughs> melted butter and graham crackers. But why is perfect. it so it's so elevated? <laughs> When you crumb, when you make it though, it's like it's so much more than just melted butter and crumbled grams. It transforms. Like, it is so good. It is. Delicious. Do you know quarter sheets? Um, yes, I saw it. I've had that before. It's so fucking Wait, good. Explain what it is. I'm sorry. It is. Um, it's like a lemon curd tart with a graham cracker crust. But the graham cracker crust, she like salts it. Yeah, and it's fucking. One of the best crusts I've ever had, and it has like glazed blueberries on top. I always put a little salt in my graham cracker it's crust. It's really good. Hers is extra though. It must right. be like that crunchy, like Jacobian, like Jacobin salt or whatever. Um, because it's big, it's flaky. You can yeah. like you crunch on it. Mm. It's it's really good. Um, so yeah, I don't. I'll I'm gonna go to Quarter Sheets for my cheesecake. Thank you. Or make it your own. Yeah, of course. Anyway, that's all our news stories this week. We'll be right back. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Rakuten's Big Give Week is back with 15% cash back. It's a festival of savings with big cash back at hundreds of stores. Don't miss headliners like Canon, Fenty Beauty, and Dyson. I can't wait to shop for all of my summer fashion and beauty needs, and we'll definitely be checking out Ulta and Adidas. Rakuten really is the best way to shop. You can really save by stacking cash back on top of other deals, and during Big Give Week, the cash back is bigger than ever. It's the time to shop for everything you need for spring and summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. Membership is free, and it's all happening May 6th to May 13th, Join today for free and get an extra 10% cashback boost on top of Big Give Week cashback rates. Go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app today. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. Rakuten is the shopping platform to save while shopping. I'm the queen of starting a free trial offer and forgetting to cancel it, oftentimes being charged for months for something I'm not even using. If I asked you how many subscriptions you have, would you be able to list all of them and how much you're paying? If you would have asked me this question before I started using Rocket Money, I would have said yes, but let me tell you, I would have been so wrong. I can't believe how many I had and all the money I was wasting. 
With Rocket Money, I can see all of my subscriptions in one place, and if I see something I don't want, I can cancel it with a tap. I never have to get on the phone with customer service. They'll even try to get you a refund for the last couple of months of wasted money and negotiate to lower your bills for you by up to 20%. All you have to do is take a picture of your bill, and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. It's definitely saved me money and now I can use that money to waste on things I do want. So stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash Hollywood Crime Scene. That's rocketmoney.com slash Hollywood Crime Scene. Desi. What are you watching, reading, listening to, et cetera? Um, well, Yellow Jackets and Succession are back. Yes. So I am watching those for Me sure. Too. Uh, yeah, I don't think I'm watching anything new and exciting. Should we talk about the Succession? Succession sure. season four, final season premiere? Absolutely. It was good. It's good. Here's my thoughts. I feel like the kids cannot win. No. What are they thinking? Uh, And here's why. Until they truly don't care about their father's love and approval, they'll never be winners. Yeah. (laughs) They absolutely have to be able to reject him full-heartedly and not just as an act. Because right now, they're like, whatever. I guess they had a win. But... They still want him to, their whole motivation is not to have a business of their own. It's just to prove something to him. Yeah. And you can just, you can never win with a guy like him. So. Also, I'm sorry, but their plan seems like it's going to end in disaster. Not just because it's a TV show, but, and I'm not a business person, clearly, or like, (laughs) I mean, I own a small business with you, (laughs) but I'm not like. We're not media moguls. We're not media (laughs) moguls or children of media moguls, but I think. This plan seems stupid. I just don't. I just feel like all of them are too desperate. Yeah. Uh, and why not? Why not branch out into something your father doesn't do? This is what I don't understand about these mega wealthy children of other like billionaires, right? This yeah. is what I why. Why are you trying so hard? Why aren't you just living life as a dipshit heiress? Like yeah. just go to go to the Amalfi Coast or wherever you fucking go on holiday and just chill out and like be rich. I mean, the irony is I feel like if any of them truly were like, fuck you, I don't fucking care, he'd be like, Oh, you're my successor. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. he would finally respect them. And that's why he'll never respect them. Right. Like, I feel like he truly respected Kendall when Kendall did the press conference. Almost like, even though he was furious, I feel like part of him was like, oh, he really, he really didn't give a fuck what I thought in that moment. Like, whatever. I I just think, why do you even care about this company? Just be rich. Because they care about his love and respect. That's why that is, that is, (laughs) exactly. But but it's like, that's what's so frustrating because it's like none of them see what would actually get them what they want. Yeah. Uh, 
and they think that running this big company is going to finally prove something to him when he doesn't care. No. Uh, I mean, I think he does love him, love them in his own way, but he doesn't really respect any of them. Of course not. Yeah. Uh, And I don't know. I have no idea. Like, they're all just such a mess. I I want to shake them. I do think that the season premiere was really good, though. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it, too, but it's a very typical succession premiere episode. It's very, it's like nothing really happens. It's a lot of setup. It's setting up, yeah. Yeah. So in it that was regard, just, it was just fun for it to be back. It's for nice me. to be back in that world with those awful people. Yeah, they're all they're all shitheads. Here's what I realized recently. I maybe it's re- really related to reality TV viewing. I'm very good at being in a world with everyone is kind of awful, mm. but still being able to find people. <laughs> like I can still rank them. And have someone I'm kind of like, but they're the least awful. Right. Like, I'm really good at, like, finding those type of moments or people. Like, it can always kind of root for something, someone, even under the most dire circumstances. And I feel like that's a very reality TV viewer. Because most shows I watch reality TV-wise, everyone's kind of awful. That's Like, why... there's a few people that might be good. <laughs> that's why Connor Roy is my favorite of all he the is? kids. He is? Yeah, he's my favorite because he is the dumbest. What an idiot. I mean, he is the dumbest. And even though he also is desperate for his father's love and approval, it's more, um, I don't think he's desperate. I guess he is a little desperate for respect. It's somehow more normal than the other three who are truly desperate and drowning in it. He's like a classic, deranged, wealthy person who is like... I'm going to do something insane like run for president. Right. The other three are a little more, you know, everything's in quotation marks, grounded in reality. Like they see, I think, a little more what people think of them, whereas Connor is delusional. Connor's the most delusional of all of them. I just, I mean, obviously I love Alan Ruck. I think he's so great. Yeah, He's perfect in this role. Love him. And it's just, ugh. I'm such a con head. He's so pathetic, though. Yeah. I can't truly be a con head because of that. Although I do love Alan Ruck and have since um, Ferris Wheeler's Day Off. <laughs> I fucking love him. Yeah. Um, I just, he's too pathetic for me. Like, I can't, I can't get behind that. He's a different kind of pathetic. He's, he's less, he's a different kind of pathetic than Kendall is, though. Yeah. Kendall might be the most pathetic to me. I think, I think the thing with Connor is that, if you're going to be pathetic, that's the preferable one because you won't know. Because he's he's too dumb to realize how pathetic he is. Like Kendall, Kendall has obvious self self loathing. He's disgusted when he says like he'll say some slang, yeah, and you know five minutes later he's disgusted with himself for doing it, <laughs> or like he regrets it, or is think overthinking what he said. He overthinks everything, and I I think. Kendall is a bad person, but he also has guilt, which is what will drive him over the edge probably. Like if yeah. you're going to be a rich asshole, you got to have no guilt he, he, to live. Kendall, Because Kendall has a tiny bit of self-awareness because yeah. he's so insecure. I think that's what I'm talking about with those three. Yeah. They're aware. So it's more difficult to, to kind of do what they need to do, I think. 
Yeah. Um, like they could be like Connor and just be like, we're running a company and we're the best at it. <laughs> but they all know that it's not good enough. Yeah. So it's sad. Um, I mean, the only way they'll truly be free is if Logan dies. Yeah. That's really it. That's it. And they'll die without his approval ever. Right. So. Stop trying. That's why I'm saying just be rich. I, I don't get it. I mean, I feel like this way in a lot of, I see a lot of people, even without having all the money, still sort of live their lives suffering to get their parents' approval. And it's like, you don't have to do that anymore. Right. You're an adult. Right. <laughs> it doesn't matter. So we talked about this a couple of weeks ago on an, maybe it was like a month ago on an after show. Somebody asked me if I like drag race or not. And I said, it's, it's it's not about liking it or not. It's that I haven't watched it since the first season mm-hmm. for whatever reason, which is, I know it's crazy because I've watched so many reality shows and why would I, I love drag. Why would I not watch Drag Race? So you inspired me to go back and watch all these seasons I hadn't seen before. And I'm currently watching season five, which is... The best season. I know it's a legendary season, and I have to say, I am a full-blown Alyssa Edwards stan. She's incredible. I am obsessed with her. She's just so wild. Probably one of the funniest personalities I've ever seen on television. She's just truly one of a kind. Like, Yeah. I don't know anyone... I've, that I've seen anyone like her. She's it's, incredible. Yeah. Like her facial expressions, her reactions, ugh, just perfect. I don't even know that I fully appreciated her when I first watched season five, but at some point she really grew on me and I was like, then I could never go back. Like, yeah. <laughs> do you know what I mean? No, like, I'm a stan. Yeah. I'm a stan and I want to be friends with her. We have to be friends. She has a, she has her own show. It's like dance, I don't want to say dance moms. It's dance something. A, a reality show. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not sure what channel it's on, but I'm, I, we definitely should check it out. Mm. I think it's, it's based out, out of her dance studio in Texas, which you know has to be good. I mean, she's just a treasure. She is such a treasure. Yeah. Um, I was just losing my mind. I was telling Desi at her and Coco's, feud with each other just this feud and you hear what the feud's about and mm. it just sounds like the most unserious thing ever but they're so dead serious when they talk about it with each other it's just hilarious because it's like first of all i need to go to miss gay uh, america yeah. competition and right. see what that's all about if there's this much drama <laughs> happening well it's like you said initially this drama you're like what happened right <laughs> Because it sounds so serious and they're kind of being like evasive about actually what actually went down. I haven't spoken to her in two years. And then it's like, you dethroned me at Miss Gay America. (laughs) But even why she got dethroned, did you get to that yet? No. Okay. I don't know. I mean, it's stupid. I won't say anything. You'll find out. But it's like, it's even stupider because it's like, what? What is going on in this competition? I love both Coco and Alyssa Co- The funny thing with their feud is like you sent me a clip where Coco's mid makeup. So it, you know how it looks really contoured and orange or whatever. Yeah, it always looks crazy. But it's like to have to do a serious fight when you're mid makeup <laughs> yeah. is just wrong. 
<laughs> you know what I mean? Cause it's like, you can't be taken seriously when you have all that contouring in and it's bright orange and you, and both of them are mid makeup and it's just like to see them fight. That's what I love about drag race. It's like watching these snippy fights when everyone's mid makeup or mid drag. Right. It's just very funny to me. No, it's sort of like, I know you're not watching the current season yet, but um, my friend, Selena S. Titties, she sort of became the poster child for the queen that everyone cried on her shoulder this season. Right. So every clip or like screen grab of somebody pouring their heart and soul out to Selena in the workroom, she's mid makeup. And oh my she God. just <laughs> she saw these, somebody did like a, I think it was a former queen. It was the, it was the, heterosexual guy maybe the guy who was on that season Maddie Morphosis I think he was the one who tweeted it where it was um, Selena S. Titties is all, always looks like this when people are like pouring their heart and soul oh my God. and it was her with like you know one half a fa- yeah like half a face done yeah um, it's incredible. Or just the reaction shots on that show are very funny when they're putting their makeup on and overhearing something and it's like, yeah, that, just the, like the editing's very good on drag yeah. race. And that's why it sucked when those episodes were short. Cause you yes. need to see all this shit. You got to see all of it. And it's like, it makes the runways better knowing all the turmoil that came before. Right. Um, Yeah. So I'm glad you're watching them finally because they're funny. No, I hadn't watched it in so many years. Like I had seen episodes from other seasons periodically. Like I would, it was a show that I always watched at the gym, Um, but that was a long time ago. Right. It just, it's been so long since I was like. To watch from beginning to end. Yes. It's just really good. Yeah. Like sitting down and watching a season. I, I hadn't really done that in a very, very long time. Um, and not even like the really famous seasons. Yeah. No, you're in the best seasons. I mean, yeah, it's classic. And obviously I love Jinx Monsoon. I think she's incredible. Oh yeah. She's, uh, I remember that question. Cause they're like uh, that. She was like one of, they were like, who are your favorite Queens? Yes. And she was definitely up there with Dela who you saw in season six. Um, but you don't even get to see the best of her. She's, uh, she'll be in an all-star season and she's like, kills it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm glad you're watching it. I like when you send me things cause it reminds me how funny <laughs> that season is and we got to get untucked. We have to get access to that. I do think it's like, you have to get a world of wonder subscription, subscription which is like, can you just do it on Paramount? I already have it. I have, like, why are you making me? I'm not going to get a World of Wonder subscription, right? Like, what else am I going to watch on that? Well, there might be other stuff, I guess. I just haven't looked. They only have a handful of untucks on Paramount Plus. They don't, and same with Hulu. They only have like two seasons of Untucked. I don't like when shows have everything spread around. No. They all need to be in one place. Let's get it together. Get it together, guys. Come on. I'm a busy woman. I, it's just kind of ridiculous. It's like, no, if you're you're on Paramount, have it all here. You can get this world of wonder. <laughs> we can uh, pay for that. <laughs> Come on. I mean, luckily there are a lot of clips, but it's not like watching the show. Can uh, we briefly touch on Love is Blind, even though we are going to do a big to-do with that? Yes. So... Spoiler alert, Desi and I will be talking fully 
about Love is Blind on an upcoming podcast, but I just would like to hear a little preview of your of your thoughts. Okay. Well, I hate how Love is Blind drops where I have to wait like a, it's like a week more till I get yeah. the It's like come on, I was like so I'd rather have it week to week than the way they do it for some reason. It's weird. It's very weird. I don't get why cuz it's like you're Netflix, just drop it all together. Why do I got to wait a week at the height of the moment where I'm getting really into it? Um here's what's crazy about Love is Blind. I don't know a show that feels more bingeable than that show. It's weird. That's why it sucks when it stops because you're in a momentum yeah. when you're binging and then all of a sudden you're just like, what? No, no. There's a, Drop this shit there, all at once. <laughs> there's a lot of villains this season and there's, like I think obviously everyone's like first villains that they hated was Micah and Irina and they're still villains for sure, but the whiplash I had when Kwame became a villain was crazy. I feel like you cannot have a love is blind season without at least one person seeing one of the people that they talk to in the pod and not immediately beelining to them right. and wanting to like hit it. Yeah. Like it has to happen. It and happens- this year it's Kwame. Right. And it sucks because like I really liked him. I really I thought he was uh, sweet. Look. Whenever someone sings in a oh, dating well, that's show, your deal breaker. that's a deal breaker for me because I find that incredibly narcissistic <laughs> to put someone through that. Because <laughs> you don't know. I feel like you're saying you have to listen to my song and sit there very awkwardly. Mm. At least you're in a pod. I could like lie down or whatever. But like I find that to be a red flag because it's like it's forcing something on mm. someone without their consent. <laughs> Jesus, Desi. I'm not kidding though. It's like it's like reading someone their your poem or whatever. It's like you just can't do that to everybody, especially if you don't know them that well, which let's get real. None of these people know. I don't care how I don't care if one day in the pods feels like two weeks to them. It it is it. It's not. Right. <laughs> so Kwame, yeah, is he like he's almost like the the um who was it last season Bartice. Bartice and Cole and Cole both having the regrets right mm, yeah when they see the person they were talking to here's the other thing Kwame was rejected by yes. uh Micah yeah and so Chelsea always seemed like a backup uh here's here's the thing I don't get I'm not saying this person is good he also did my red flag thing what's his name Zach Zach I don't think he's as bad as these women all make him out to be. I he's agree. very awkward. I agree. I think he was irritating and annoying the first episode when he was trying to be funny. He was trying to be funny, but the joke didn't land. And he quickly changed course. He changed course. I he think he's an awkward guy. He's just a socially awkward guy. He's clearly not good with women. I don't think he's a bad guy. I just think he needs a lot of therapy. They all need a lot of therapy. Well, yes. But um, I, I think the thing with him to me, it's like I'd rather have someone awkward than someone who charms me and is actually a piece of shit like Kwame mm-hmm. might be. Mm-hmm. I don't know. We're, we haven't seen the full extent of it yet, but he's definitely in that direction now Right for me. Disappointed. Uh, yeah, he did seem like one of the good guys, but kind of like 
Bartise did too. Right. Initially. Right. He seemed like a good guy. I think the guys, because I think Kwame's like young. I think he's like 26. Yeah. Um, I think these young guys who come in and seem like they want to settle down are always a red flag. Because it's like you're 25, 26. Because wasn't Bartise pretty young too? He was really young. It's like you guys are not ready to settle down. Clearly. You're here just to get on TV. Mm. Uh, so yeah, Arena is a mess. I don't even get... What's her name? Is her name Arena? Her name's Arena. Yeah, she's awful. Uh, Brett and Tiffany are probably the normal couple this season. They're cute. I mean, who the hell knows what we're going to find out because there's clips where we see them crying. Right. (laughs) (laughs) You never know what's going to drop. It's like family shit. Although maybe that's a red flag. I mean, I'm sorry, a red herring. Um, What other couples we got? Marshall, oh god, and Jacqueline, and Jacqueline. I mean, that clearly seems like. I feel like in a past season we've seen the girl who's like, I'm going to try going with a nice guy this time. Yeah, she typically dates guys who maybe treat her bad, but it's like that never works out on these shows. Yeah, when you go for something you should go for, maybe. I like Marshall though. I like Marshall a lot. I think he's. I think he seems like a genuine person. I hope. I hope he doesn't disappoint me later on. I hope he doesn't too. Because he does right seem now, really I like sweet. him. He's my favorite of the guys, and he seems like he cares about her. Yeah, <laughs> we got Paul. Paul. Wait, who's Paul's with Micah? Paul's just whatever. Paul's whatever, but he's the guy that every girl inexplicably thinks is so great. Or hot. Or hot. <laughs> but uh, and what was the girl who was with Matt last season? I can't remember her name. Oh, God. I don't even remember. I want to say like Kayla or something, but it's, I know it's not that. The one that Cole thought was so hot in a 10. Everyone, like Colleen. My, Colleen. Micah to me is the Colleen of this season where everyone's like, she's smoking hot and you're just seeing this kind of like average girl. Do you know what I mean? Like she's yeah. like fine. Yeah. But it's like everyone's ready to ruin all their relationships <laughs> for her or something. But at least Colleen wasn't a repugnant personality. I don't, it's like, do these people know they're on television? Like, I just don't. Truly, like. I just don't know. Um, I feel like Micah is not as bad, but I do feel like Irina brings out the worst in her. Yes. Like, Irina is truly awful. Like, She's I don't, truly awful, but Micah, Micah is very calculating, and she knew exactly what she was doing flirting with with Kwame. Yes, because that she shady. lives for she lives for val- male validation. Yeah, like she lives for it. She cannot help herself. She can't. I mean, it was so disrespectful. It's to, really disrespectful. It was so disrespectful. Her behavior. But what is Chelsea doing though? She's like the, I like Chelsea. I like Chelsea too, but she's like uh, last season um, the woman with Bartise. I can't remember her name. Yes. Like Nancy. Yes, Nancy. She's like way too smart for this shit, but yeah. she's thrown her lot in yeah. and she's not going to back down. Uh, that's how I kind of see them. Like I feel like this show casts people, even if they're slightly different in similar roles. Yes. Like we have one of those characters every season. It's like a slasher movie. There's archetypes. Totally. Uh, 
Right. But there's the like, that's why Colleen and, and Micah, they're not exactly the same, but they're filling that role of the girl who's like flirting the, what, the with the guys ex. everyone want. They wanted them, but they also, because Colleen to a lesser extent also was kind of flirtatious with Cole or like mm-hmm. entertained that line of questioning that he threw down for her. Oh, Matt was the Yosemite Sam guy. <laughs> yeah, Matt. I didn't come up with that. That was a reality gaze reference. Uh Cause yeah, and he always looked like he was about to root and toot and explode. Blow his top. <laughs> Blow his top. <laughs> God, I hate He's them. Like, oh, I'm so mad. I Colleen. Feel like, I feel like that couple. I don't. I haven't heard otherwise that they're still together is crazy to me. Like, that guy I was mean, unhinged. Just completely crazy. This small man who was just red in the <laughs> face all the time. This fucking furious. M- his like facial hair. His bad beard. His bad beard. Yeah, I mean, I'm enjoying this season. They really know what they're doing they as do. far as casting. Ugh. I always get drawn in, even despite myself. I, I hate it. I was dreading starting it because I'm like, don't I have enough on my plate right now? But yeah. I knew we were going to do this podcast. So I'm like, I needed, I have a lot of stuff coming up. I need to watch this now. And so I, of course, I'm like, I got to watch one more episode. I don't know what it is about this show. I always start watching apprehensively. And I'm kind of like, eh, during the pods. And then at some point, something, <laughs> something happens. happens that grabs me. It's and fucked it's, up. Ironically, it probably was the mean girl shit that I was like, oh, what's going on here? Because yeah. it's typically the guys, right, who are pieces of shit. We don't always see the me- a mean girl aspect happening yeah. on the show that I can remember. But yeah, there's a there's some point, and I don't know when it is or what it was this time, where I'm completely sucked in <sighs> and just letting it roll. Like <laughs> I don't stop it. I get the thing where they're like, "Are you still watching?" Yes. It's like, "Yes, I am." <laughs> it's fucked um, up. I don't know why this show is so good. Um, because it's like as a less than one percent success rate, probably. <laughs> like, do you know what I mean? There's like. Yeah. At some point, I guess we all were like, we're not watching these shows for success stories. We don't give a fuck. No, we want to see the mess. Yeah. Uh, so I'm looking forward to, I guess we start back now. We'll be back at home where they're living in some weird apartment building together. It's Oh my God. that they, Yeah. They put them up in these like weird, they all look the same. It's always the same decor. No matter what city. No matter what city. It's like the exact same apartment. And then we meet the families. And then there'll be another week imagine, before the wedding. Imagine right? your child <laughs> comes to you and is like, Mom, Dad, I'm on a reality show. And the reality show is that I am engaged to someone I met met in a pod and never saw before I was engaged to them. Here's the th- other thing about Irina. She, I looked her up on Instagram. She owns like a service-related business, like a party planning business. What? Yeah. That's what I find, like I get coming on the show, maybe you want to get some, you know, press for your business. Right. But why would you go on and act like a total bitch? Right. <laughs> Especially when you're in an industry where you have to be like a people pleaser. Yes. Right? Yes. Like she should be fucking on her best behavior and looking like a really cooperative Fun and person. helpful person yes. who you'd want to plan your party. No, that's crazy. I couldn't believe when I, because it kept saying business owner. And I, so I looked her up on Instagram and I saw what her business was and I was shocked. I was very curious about that too. I'm like, what's your business? Yeah. Uh, So she has her, like, it's funny too, to see like when they're 
love is blind post start. Yeah. Cause like before her love is blind post, like she only had a few, it's like candles and like <laughs> just like this lifestyle kind of looking stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't know what that has to do with party planning, but I guess she's like making a vibe. Yeah. Um, it's wild. It's also wild that she's so judgmental considering she talked about her own struggles with her looks because she has ac- she had bad acne as a kid and that she would be the most judgmental about her guy's looks when he's not a bad looking guy no. like at all no. it's like might not be your type but she literally acts like she got one of the biggest uggos in the world or something it's like wild to me yeah it's like yeah you don't maybe he's not your type i get that but this guy is not repulsive. He's she's very critical of Zach's looks. Well, she actually says, "I wish I just got someone normal looking." I don't think he. What? what? <laughs> I just don't get. I was like, he's actually very normal looking. I don't think there's anything wrong with the way Zach looks. No, it's I don't crazy. understand that. It's well, she clearly wanted something else. But why are you on this show? Yeah, like what's your point? It's called Love Is Blind, bitch. <laughs> it's just crazy, like. That she would say that too. That's the other thing. It's like, you know, we're all watching you. She does that thing that I find so unattractive where they're, they, they do, they, they, they think they're overly familiar with someone. And even if you are overly familiar with someone, I still find it very irritating when everything is a dig. Everything is, um, a joke at their expense. Yes. And you're supposed, the recipient is supposed to like just laugh it off, but everything is like a mean joke. Like, oh, why, she's, are you, why are you doing that? Why are you, are you going to sing all the time? Are you, like everything is a, a complaint or a dig at their, at their person. She literally puts pillows over her head when he's talking. Yeah. Like, and it's supposed to be cute. She's just a rude individual. <laughs> no, she's mean. But go hire her for your party. I'm sure, I'm sure, sure it's going to be great. Um, yeah. Well, anyways, we'll have more to talk about yeah, we're, on the that, podcast. That's just a little appetizer God. and a moose bouche. Um, <laughs> speaking of appetizers, what'd you eat this week? Okay, I do have some things. Good. So I went yesterday. I've been dying to go to this little cute grocery store. It's called Altadena Beverage. And they have a highly curated gourmet food selection. Oh. It's kind of like a cookbook yeah. type yeah. place. Um, it's very cute. But what I'm most excited to tell you about is I had been dying to get these um, handmade tortillas from Lawrence, Kansas, of all places. They're called Caramello. And the reason I finally got my ass over to Altadena Beverage is because I saw they carried these tortillas. So these are handmade tortillas Um, if you're vegan, they have avocado oil, but I was there for the duck fat tortillas. Oh, you've had these before. No, these are different. different. These are different. That was another time. Uh, that was another person who's local, but I haven't seen them around lately. So this one I've been dying to get. They also have like pork fat ones, but the duck fat ones are supposed to be good. I bought both kinds. So these are the kind of tortillas that are kind of raw Yes, and you have to heat them and they puff up in your pan. Mm. Dude. These <laughs> tortillas are so freaking good. I don't know what I'm going to do with all. I'm going to freeze them, I think, because mm. I think you can freeze them. Bring some over here, bitch. <laughs> They're so good. You got to get these tortillas. So you can look and see where you live. Maybe they carry them at your gourmet food store. What are they called? Caramello. Caramello. So you can find them on Instagram. It is um, 
Caramello and the mellow, it's um, the E is a three. They're artisanal tortillas. They, ha- they have the flour ones. They have corn ones now, which I did not get. But I swear, these are the tortillas you can literally just heat Ew. up and eat plain. And they're delicious. Cookbook follows them. I wonder if they have any at Cookbook. Oh, they might because Cookbook is the type of store that would uh, have them. These for look sure. fucking good. They're so good. You've got to order them if you, if you can, if you love tortillas. And like I said, they have a vegan version if you're vegan. But if you're not vegan, get the duck fat ones because mm. they're fucking, they're like delicious. Um, so check them out. I really liked this little store though. They had a uh, rustic bakery cookies. Mm-hmm. It's just like it's like a cookbook uh, for Which sure. Which is a store in Echo Park and also in Highland Park that sells specialty food I items. I just love specialty food items. Me too. Like I love to go in a store like that and just be like, "Ooh, what's that?" And My you know everything. Store. Everything's going to be delicious cuz it's all highly curated and you're going to find stuff there. That you might that you probably won't be able to find at your other grocery store. It's just nice to be like, I'll try it. Yeah. I also got some amarino cherries. I love those. I had a jar of those, so I'm like, mm, I want I want to have those on hand. Yeah. <laughs> you never know. You never know. Uh, and I do like old fashioned, so I'm going to make one with that. Um, what else did I get? I came at the end of the day, but I'm definitely going to go back because they also carry Harry's Berries strawberries. The best. Which are the best. And it's nice to be able to just go there and get them and not have to go to a farmer's market at 8 a.m., mm. which is not my thing. Uh, and those berries sell out. Yeah. I can't go late. So was, yeah, that's my food. That was my exciting food uh, adventure this week. I don't yeah. think I have anything else uh, food-wise, but Yeah. I went to Ototo, which I've been to obviously before because it's a it's a neighborhood joint. It's a Japanese like Japanese bar food. They have okonomiyaki there. They have a katsu sandwich, mm. which is what I had this time. I love it. And we also had some yakisoba and. A really good cabbage salad, like a shreddy sesame Yum. cabbage salad. And we had some sashimi as an appetizer. I need to go there. It's a sake bar, but they have food there. Um, did you? I sent you that new bagel place that's by where Conby used to be. Yes, I want to go. We Wait, I'm go. not done. Oh, sorry. Um, so <laughs> we, went, we went there and then... We were just walking around the neighborhood and we were walking past Quarter Sheets, which was, uh. <laughs> which was still open because we went for like an early dinner. Yeah. So I was like, let's pick up some cake. Yeah. Because Quarter Sheets has the best cake. Very good cake. Like might be the best cake in Los Angeles. I think so. So I'm like, let's pick up a couple slices of princess cake. And we did, and Brendan was like, I'm still hungry. I'm going to get a slice of pizza too. So he got the kimchi pizza, which had gochujang, guanciale, scallions. A sesame crust. A sesame crust. I had a teeny bite of it. It was good. There's, it's they, very New York to get a slice of pizza after dinner. That's... <laughs> 
I know. It <laughs> That's was, a New York thing. Cause you're like, I'm still hungry. I'm just going to get a slice. He, Brendan's very New York. Yeah. He, we're, he was like, had that slice, you know, walking down the street. He's like, I'm going to get a slice. I'm like, wow. What do you think? You're home or something? Yeah. Guess so. It's, it's a new thing to be able to get a slice in LA. Yeah. That's not a typical uh, option. No, quarter sheets is great. I'm so they I went inside to use their bathroom because now they have like sit down service. I know. It's really cute in there. We should go. Okay. Get some cake. Get some cake. Just mm. go for a little dessert. I like their pies. Oh, I by the way, I talked about their graham cracker crust last segment. It's a ricotta lemon cheesecake, not a curd. I messed up. Right. But I just wanted to clarify. Because mm. cheesecake with graham cracker crust is a very good combination. <laughs> Yeah. You got to It's great. I mean, I think it's the combination. Yeah. I've had others, but... You've had cheesecake without a graham cracker? Of course. Just People like, have done Oreo crust, other cookies, oh. ginger snaps. Oh, right. I've made a ginger snap Yeah, one. I've had other crust. But the classic is the, obviously graham. Right, right. Anything um, else you ate? No. I'm thinking about foods I'm going to eat. I'm thinking about foods. We have some food... Stuff coming up next week. Yeah. So we'll more will be revealed. <laughs> it's a surprise. We're not getting into details right now. No, but we're in our mind, we're getting into we've been, all the details. We've been, <laughs> we've been thinking about it for a while. Yeah. So we'll have some exciting stuff to report back on. Okay. Sounds anyway, good. Anyway, that's it. Let's get out of here. Bye. Bye. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com.